Squire, attend me. Ready, sir. Hey, give me that! Hello, hello. It is Monday, August 15th, 2016, and you are viewing, listening to, I get confused now since we have both audio and a YouTube version of this. But anyway, it is episode 73 of the Unstable Portal. I'm Max Totally Futile Burrs, and I'm joined by Joe Kernan Marsh and Martin Dusters Walters. How you doing, boys? How you doing? Very good. As you can see, Martin Martin is is a barrel of joy this evening. God, you know, stop banging on about it. <laughs> he, just, he hasn't spun up yet, that's all. Uh, I see. Yeah. Where's, where's the wind-up button? How do we do it? How do we do it? I don't know. Have you don't got know. a hole that we put a big key in and, in and sort of twist it around a few times? Let me quaff some lime cordial and see here we go. Ooh, it's getting, it's getting crazy. It's getting crazy <laughs> up in here. We've only been going five seconds and already we're into lime cordial banter. You just need to show him some Hearthstone cards quickly, just to get his blood. Yeah, maybe blood, maybe if we go, sh- <laughs> go straight into the Hearthstone, he'll be like, "Ooh, yeah, let's do it." How about how about that, Martin? How about have you seen? I don't mind. We, we do it in whatever order, whatever order you want to do. Uh, we'll, we'll do it in the order I've got written down, because otherwise I'll just get confused. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just going to randomly read out a Hearthstone card to see if it if, see if it got you excited. Um, but uh, I'll save it. I'll you save can just it. read a name in a sexy voice. Kindly grandmother. Mm, two mana, one one beast, death rattles, summon a three two big bad wolf. Does that does that work for you, Martin? There you go, Martin. No. Start rubbing my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, like that. Well, we have got an incredibly large amount to get through, so I'm going to kind of try and keep this start of the show as minimal as possible. But there is something I want to talk about that Joe's been playing that I haven't had a chance to play yet. So what we normally do is we talk a little tiny bit about what games we've been playing this week. Since we don't generally play a lot of different computer games, this section doesn't usually last very long. Um, We're then going to break into um, some Overwatch news, of which there is an absolute shit ton. Um, And then we're going to continue our Karazhan card review with some extra cards, because... For some reason, the uh, the information I had last week about the cards that were coming out this week, you know, all the cards that you've had this week, as you may have noticed, most of them aren't the cards we reviewed last week. So I don't know why the website that I was looking at had it so incredibly wrong, but um, it did, and I apologize. Um, but so we're going to review the cards that we should have reviewed last week, plus the ones that are definitely coming out this week. And um, hopefully... Did we just <laughs> review random right. cards then? Uh, we pretty much it? did. Two... Two of the cards that we reviewed last week came come out this week, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, we pretty much we we missed one, two, three, four, five cards from last week. And since there's oh. like a total of eight cards in a wing, we pretty much reviewed all the wrong cards. More than fifty percent of the cards we reviewed were completely incorrect. Whoops. So yeah, we did good. We did good. Or I did good. I'll, I'll take responsibility for it. Um, since you did it all. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I copied it from a website. And I know you're not supposed to do that. I know you're not supposed to take your homework and just copy it off Wikipedia. You're not allowed. Although back in my day, it was Microsoft in Carter. Yeah. But to be fair, like, 
it was a resource that I thought was 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 valid, was trusted. I didn't know. I was only following orders. Promise. All right. So, what have you guys been playing this week, Martin? What have you been playing? I don't know. I did the uh, I did the first wing um, of Carazan. It was good fun. I liked the chess game. That was the best. I want to go back and do that on Heroic and see what that's like. Um, got a load of cards. Uh, I didn't play with them at all because. I was like, these are not the cards I was expecting. All my plans have gone out the window. So I just kind of threw, threw it up in the air and went home. Oh, I see. Um, so I ruined your Karazhan experience. I do apologize. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I had all the decks that I was going to make ready, and then I got all the wrong cards. Shocking. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. You watched me play it. It was quite an enjoyable little adventure uh, mode. Like I say, the chess one was a different one because they had... Uh, uh, the, the mechanic of how it worked, attacking the one opposite you, they had automatically attacked and you had the chess pieces. I like that. That's what I like in the adventure ones, some sort of weird uh, weird bosses or, or heroes to fight. Yeah, the, yeah, the really game's clever, actually. new mechanics, yeah. But what did you think of it, Joe? Oh, yeah, it was really cool. The chess one especially was brilliant. And uh, you actually kind of had to think about it. And, you know, it was kind of... Very chess-like, I guess. <laughs> uh, I did, I did, I did, I did uh, just roll all the other bosses with Zoo, though. So yeah, nothing changes. Well, the first, yeah, well, the first one was really good, though, as well. It was like a tempo mage on steroids. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The free, the, the free, free one. one. Yeah, oh, where yeah. you get like duplicates of your cards put into your deck, and then a spell that gives you like all your spells free for the turn and stuff that was yeah, really yeah. cool that was yeah, the, the, i wanted that to be a real deck <laughs> that would be insane it's the only it's the only game i've ever seen of hearthstone where your deck is bigger by the end of it than when you started like if you've yeah. got two or three of those guys on the board at one time and you just keep because you could draw three cards every turn it's just just burn through your spells just go crazy like but then the, I, uh, I was duplicating spells like certain spells it's like uh, maybe i don't want like 20 arcane missiles anymore <laughs> i was like uh, i don't want to duplicate these but yeah, yeah you kind of like you start like padding out your deck with shit cards like the plus 20 mm-hmm. armor cards you probably don't want too many of those in your deck because they don't really do anything obviously they could be a bit clutch at certain points but generally or plus 10 armor sorry i think it was but whatever it was gain a crap load of armor mm-hmm. You didn't want too many of those. The, the heroic mode of that looks looked very cool. It was about striking a balance between like getting your deck filled up with good shit and not, not putting too much in there. Um, I, I haven't played any of this myself. I have not bought the Karazhan expansion just yet. Um, Joe, Joe, Joe always, uh, you, you're not always a big fan of the way they do the adventures. You kind of just want all the cards no. at once. You can't, you can't wait. It's too much to handle. So, because, uh, uh, yeah, because I want, like, I want to make decks with the new cards right away and i want to see the meta change right away like when you just i understand they want to drip feed them a little bit because it's it's not a huge amount of content and they want to make it last but it's like this week there wasn't really any cards that i'd want to build a deck around like the hunter one uh which is i think it was like a three four for three that makes your secrets cost zero like that might be okay to fit into a hunter deck like lock and load deck or something but Mm-hmm. Like there was, do you know what I mean? Like without that kind of like enough cards all released at the same time, there there isn't really. I mean, I think this week looks much better. So yeah, we'll talk yeah. About that later, but, I was going to yeah. say that this week's cards they do they do look a lot more impactful. 
um, than last week's cards. Because we, we have got the last week's cards that we didn't review like in here. We will talk a little bit about them. Joe has covered Cloaked Huntress for us already, so that's nice. Might be good in uh, Lock and Load Hunter, so that's going to reduce the time of the show somewhat. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I personally, I've just been playing a bit of Overwatch, a bit of World of Warcraft, and uh, watched Martin play a bit of Hearthstone. We played some Rocket League on the stream the other night as well, which was... Uh, incredibly terribly bad because we're incredibly terribly bad at rocket league but it is such a fun game has it has everybody gotten really good at it now like where you kind of go into it and you've fallen behind on kind of skill level or like do they have a ranked system or yeah like they, i haven't played rocket league at all they have a rank system but it's a rank system that none of us actually care about and we're in like potato seven league so it doesn't matter i don't think <laughs> I think we are actually the lowest you can possibly be in the game. Like, I've literally played two hours of it, maybe, maybe three hours. I'll have to have a look. Like, not a huge amount of time. It, but it is, it's seriously fun. And it's one of those games that every now and again, you accidentally do something amazing and you're like, Oh my God, that was so good. And then you have no <laughs> idea how you figured out to be in the right place at the right time and uh, managed to actually put the ball in the back of the goal. I've, I've only seen all those clips of people just doing ridiculous stuff and then gone like, yeah, I heard the game's really good, but I'm never going to do that. So, yeah, no point playing. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, before we move on, Joe, you've been playing a little bit of No Man's Sky, which is something a game that I'm very interested in, that a lot of people have been very interested in, but apparently it's wrought with problems at the moment on PC. Yeah, it, it's been a bit controversial, um, I guess because the developers promised so much and they were talking about you know they were asked questions about multiplayer and they kind of brushed them off and didn't really answer them properly and then people assumed it meant you know the chance if you actually did run into somebody you could you could actually play with them you know even if that chance was super low considering there's like however many 18 quintillion planets or something (laughs) yeah um but in reality there's no multiplayer and there's no data being sent uh, to other clients so it just wouldn't happen even uh, people have already like located the same spot and stood in the same spot and then not been able to see each other yeah i did see those two there guys streaming streaming on ps4 weren't they and they they managed to actually get to the same planet in the same yeah. solar system and stand in the exact same spot and they couldn't see each other and i think everybody i think it's not actually as rare as they made it out to be to meet well if you could meet somebody else because i think you actually all start in the same galaxy anyway oh really so actually yeah it lowers the the chance a little bit but i mean yeah everybody kind of wound themselves up a bit and you know your imagination runs a bit wild and the developers don't really didn't really help with that you know they kind of fed into that because obviously we want to sell as many copies as possible yeah and then the game comes out and everybody's a little bit disappointed i guess but i tried to stay away from looking at the game for pretty much until a couple of weeks before it was coming out. So I was trying not to get too hyped about it. Um, I'm still a little disappointed, but like I have played it for 10 hours and I still want to keep playing it. I'd say I'll probably get another 10 or 20 hours out of it. Um, so like it, it's a decent fun game and it's, a, it's just good experience. Like the music and everything and, and the atmosphere of it is just really, really cool. Yeah, but in terms of an actual game, it's it's a bit repetitive. It's pretty much just like go down, farm some materials, upgrade your ship, upgrade your own inventory. And the inventory system is really annoying. They give you like no space at all, so you're constantly full. And then you kind of upgrade your ship a bit and get fuel so that you can go to the next planet or the next system. And then you do the same thing again. And 
the planets that I've visited so far haven't been hugely varied. They're like, you know, this is a planet with red trees and this is a planet with <laughs> green trees. Um, but apparently they may have messed something up as well. Apparently like the variation increases um, the closer you get to the center of the universe. And somebody was saying that they panicked a bit because people were getting to the center of the universe too quickly. So they patched it so that they increased the size of everything by, or they, they created like three times as many planets and galaxies and everything to make it take a bit longer to get to the center. But they may have not uh, adjusted for the variety. So it takes like way longer for you to find more varied planets now than it's, uh, than it's supposed to. That's, that was one theory anyway. Because I've seen some screenshots of people with some pretty interesting looking creatures and different planet biomes and stuff. That, but all mine have been kind of samey so far. So... So it's cool. I'll, I'll play it a bit more. It sounds like it's an MMO without the. Uh, it sounds like it's a, a single player MMO. Basically, you go around, you grind stuff out, and you just kind of explore a little bit. I guess it's supposed to be about an exploration ex- exploration game, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty much just exploration game, um, just with like some upgrading stuff and yeah. I yeah. mean, there's quite a lot of diff. I think there's quite a big variety. Like you've got a tool for. Um, like mining and breaking things down for getting upgrade materials. And then you've got a weapon. And both of those, um, there's like different upgrades for both of them. And you can get different types of grenades and homing grenades. And like there's a lot of things to discover to upgrade your equipment, I guess. So if you enjoy that, then it's pretty cool. To me, those kind of games, they they need to be multiplayer personally. Like I... I will play a single player game. I will enjoy it. I'll load it up. I'll play like, you know, I'll sit down and I'll play a crap load of hours the first time I play it, but I really struggle to then load it up the second time. Like, unless, unless I got people to play it with and play it in some kind of social setting, I generally don't really go back to it. Enter the Gungeons, probably the, the most amount of time I've put into a single player game in years. Um, so I, it, it does intrigue me a little bit, but I might end up just waiting for Star Citizen, which, <laughs> which is just, the budget of a small country has been used to create that game. <laughs> and so I think I think being hyped and expecting big things from that is justifiable. And if it fails to deliver, then, well, it will just be incredibly disappointing. But I, I, I am expecting a lot of things from uh, from Star Citizen. And it should be kind of cool. I kind of I feel like I don't really want to play No Man's Sky. I might as well just play Elite Dangerous, because at least while Elite Dangerous doesn't... Actually, Elite Dangerous has added the ability to land on planets now, I believe. Um, and so well, that is definitely multiplayer and you can uh, fly around and be a space pirate and harass other people or be bounty hunters and kill other people for money and all that good stuff um, but then again I, I might see what happens like there's supposed to be some patches coming out which fix a lot of the uh, buggy problems with it on PC uh, I think next it was week. just released way too soon like the core of the game and the whole idea of us is amazing and it's just missing like gameplay basically <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah fair we just enough needed more time all right like i said i wanted to keep this uh start of the show fairly short because we have got a lot to get through so before we get into our overwatch news of which we have got a crap load to cover this week i would like to of course thank everybody over at the patreon that has been supporting us uh, for the past few weeks your donations are what allow me to do this full time it's very very kind of you and uh allows me to invest in things like lighting which I actually got delivered today, and um, in true Amazon style, what was sent to me was secondhand, 
despite the fact that I bought something new. Uh, the umbrellas for the umbrella lights were dirty and covered in, like, they just look, they weren't, like, absolutely filthy, but they just looked like they'd obviously been used for some time. Like, they had that little, you know, stained with, like, little brown burn marks from just, like, you know, constant mm. low amounts of heat, obviously, from the lights being on all the time. Um, and so I had to send that back. <laughs> well, somebody's coming to pick it up because they wanted me to just send it back. And I said, that's ridiculous. You've sent me something secondhand when I paid for something brand new. And so somebody's coming to collect it tomorrow, which uh, I guess is the very least they could do. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm going off on a massive tangent and ranting about my Amazon experience. when I'm supposed to be saying thank you very much to you guys that keep this thing going. It's amazing. Um, and I believe the next thing on the list is Martin's going to have two weeks off soon, aren't you, Martin? Hmm, I am, yes. Two weeks off work, and he's got a little room. He's going to turn into, I don't know, an office. I, I want to avoid calling it a studio because, well, it's not going to be a studio. Yeah, I wouldn't it? call it that. It's going to be a little office where he can sit and have some space. Uh, and also, room. It's a computer room. A computer it's room. My, it's my house's IT department. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is going to be a much smaller confined space so that, that big echo that you hear when Martin talks that will go away and also we can then put things like a green screen in there and some lights of his own and make his stuff look all good as well and uh, we'll be on our way to making more professional streaming and youtube stuff one little step at a time so thank you so much to you guys without you it, none of this would be possible you're amazing alright gratitude out of the way let's get ourselves into overwatch news as i said we've got a shitload to talk about this week so we'll try and blitz through it quickly so we're pretty uh, we're pretty certain we're getting a zinyatta nerf on the way jeff goodman on the uh, forums did put a post up there a few days ago saying that they feel that zinyatta is overperforming um and they are going to nerf him likely a change to a discord orb we expect this to be a nerf to the percentage damage of the Discord or probably a flat change down to 30% to bring it in line with Mercies. We'll have to wait and see what they do. How do you how do you guys feel about this? Yeah, he's well strong. Don't do it. I like playing him. <laughs> but in reality, yeah, should probably be done. Joe, have you ever played much Zenyatta? Have you been playing much Overwatch recently? <laughs> Not fact? since he was rebuffed. No. Well, uh, he's watched epic. some streamers playing him a bit and kind of wrecking, so... He he is kind of of the level at the moment where if the enemy team have one and you don't, your team kind of loses because because fifty percent extra damage. Like he, he essentially gives your entire team fifty percent extra damage. Yes, it's only on one target, but is it really that hard to go? Oh look, the floating purple ball is on that target. We should probably shoot at that one and not anybody else. It's like not only does he give your team fifty percent extra damage, but he essentially provides a hunter's mark for those of you that remember old World of Warcraft. To, to target select for your team as well so you can all focus fire like he does so much at the moment and considering like mercy's buff is only 30 percent and it only applies to one person i do wonder if they might bring it down below 30 percent what was it before know. it was buffed it's always been 50 percent. they buffed his health it just used to be that you couldn't play zinyatta because he just exploded and like instantly yeah you wouldn't even get a chance to put your debuff on somebody you just get sniped mm-hmm. in the body and yeah, 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 yeah. dead. Yeah, like this, there were so many ways for him to just instantly die. Like Tracer could one clip him so easily, one shot from a, a widow. Although obviously widow got changed. Um, um, Farah with a mercy boost would delete him with one direct hit. It was just, yeah, it was just ridiculous. You couldn't, you couldn't play him at all. But now that people can play him, we can see just how powerful fifty percent extra damage is. I personally don't think this is going to change his prominence in the meta at all. 
Um, I think if they, as long as it's not too much of a nerf, if it, if it goes down to thirty percent, I think that's still he'll still be incredibly strong and still be a number one support pick, but maybe possibly not sink or swim support spit pick. You know, if if we if your team's got one and the enemy team doesn't have one, you might not automatically win. But I still think it's going to be really strong anyway. What do you think? Oh so, yeah, yeah, thirty percent still yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, still good. Fair enough. Fifty percent's ridiculous, really. Like, and six people hitting that one person and just deleting them. Like, yeah. It's, it's going to be it's going to be like uh, some of the other things we said before, where it goes down to thirty percent, and it was he'll still be picked all the time, and that's the point where you go, "Wow, how strong is it before?" It's like it's still really good now. How ridiculous was it before? It's like knife juggler. It's like yeah, still play that. Wow, wasn't it ridiculous when it had three attack? <laughs> Or uh, Sylvanas, wasn't she ridiculous when she cost five mana? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ridiculous. And there was a point when she cost five mana and nobody played her. Yeah, that's before. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and then so- somebody started playing her, and then they're like, oh my god, she's like the most broken card in the game, and she's in every single deck. From like no decks to every deck. That's yeah. Crazy. Sounds like a rags to riches tale. Wonder. <laughs> Wonder if Blizzard will make that into a movie as well. Probably not. Let's move on. May is going to get a small buff. Well, a small buff. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it could be considered a small buff. I'm sure a lot of people are going to cry out in pain because I know May does wreck uh, wreck the uh, the meta at um at lower skill rating. Uh, do you see a lot of May in your games, Martin? No, never. Quite interesting. Like, uh, I, th- well, I, don't, I don't mean never. That's like, but like not like you know. And there's not a plethora of uh, <laughs> plethora of May. Yeah, <laughs> a plethora of May sounds amazing. Way. Um, so they're going to change her ultimate very slightly. They're going to allow it to. Well, they're talking about this. this. isn't This isn't necessarily confirmed yet, but this is this is blue posts from the forums, and they are talking about it. Um, they're talking about allowing May's ultimate to pierce shields. So the projectile that she throws out the little annoying beacon thing that her blizzard ultimate then comes out of, that's going to be able to pass through uh, Reinhardt sh- uh, barriers, Winston shields, and uh, I'm going to guess Zarya bubbles as well. Not that it matters too much to a Zarya bubble. Um, I suppose if you can't body block it, I guess that does make a small difference. But anyway, uh, so you, you will be able to throw it through those to make it a little bit more powerful, and they're going to extend the radius of it very slightly. So, I mean, I don't think this is going to change her viability the the problem with May in general is she doesn't have a spot in a team. Like the current the current meta, whether you're playing organized six v six or whether you're playing, um, you know, solo queue. Generally, the current meta on both teams is two 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 tanks, two healers, two DPS. May isn't tanky enough to be a tank. She's not supporty enough. Well, she's not healery enough to be a support. Um. And well, I suppose that's not fair. Symmetra's still kind of viable in some situations, but she's not supporty enough to be a support and she doesn't do enough damage to be a DPS. And I don't think any of these changes are really going to change that very much. She's got some... Ah, she's a defense hero then. Yeah, exactly. She's She just fits into the defense heroes like all of the defense heroes at the moment. They don't really do enough damage or they don't really have reliable damage. Like obviously May's right click is great, but it's like a Hanzo arrow. You can't you can't really guarantee landing it like you can McCree or Soldier or Widowmaker. By um, the way, we're not talking about No Man's Sky anymore, mate. Oh my god, we're not talking about No Man's Sky. This is true. This is true. We are talking about Overwatch news. 
Thanks, mine. If they increase the radius on our alt, though, like depending how much they increase the radius, <laughs> it could be pretty. Oh, pretty it's powerful, pretty good because it's pretty like amazing radius. alt already. Mm. Well, at the moment, it doesn't quite cover a objective on a two point capture map. So if they increase it so it covers an entire objective of a two point capture map, I guess that's going to be really good. I suppose if they're allowing it to pierce shields as well, that means she can actually throw it into a position where people can't escape from it as well, which will make it an incredibly powerful ultimate. Yeah, it's a lot more like Zarya's in a way-ish. Yeah, I see what you mean, except obviously... I mean, if it's bigger as well, it's harder to get out of it. It's more likely you're going to be caught in it, if you know. Yeah, and and throw... Like, I think the freeze lasts four seconds, if I remember rightly, as well, so... Yeah, an AOE stun that will stun them for four seconds, and also just before they get stunned, they're going to spend their time trying to get out of it instead of, you know, trying to shoot back at your team. It's, it's, it is it's a very yeah, powerful exactly. ultimate. That's the thing. You have to try and get out of it. It is different from Zarya's one, because Zarya's one is obviously very good for uh, grouping everyone up for a big AOE thing, but you can still shoot, and you can still use all your abilities. Mm. So it has that, whereas her one's that strong in the sense that you can't stand there shooting because you have to get out of it. Because if you don't get out of it, you're going to be stunned, like you say. And you can't do anything. You can't shoot back. You can't put a shield up. can't, you know, do anything to protect yourself. And you're probably going to die or you should die. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. The the problem is, it's like without her ultimate, though, that's that's the problem. Like May, May offers some really good utility. Like her ice wall is amazing um, and can do some great things in chopping the team in half. But... I don't know. I think she doesn't really have, like I say, have that spot to fit into a team. I personally think the best way to put May into a team is to drop a tank for her. Um, but then you are dropping somebody tanky. Like May can be quite tanky. She has two hundred and fifty health anyway, so she's a you know she's like Reaper. Obviously, uh, on your first death, first death, just get a giant spell. It'll be fine. <laughs> just get a giant spell. Get a little bit more tanky. Is that it? Hey, do it. Yeah, it's hey, do it. League of Legends references. <laughs> love it love it <laughs> do you not feel that sometimes in a way like this game is very like uh a moba mm-hmm. like uh, obviously because you because you have to have a tank you have to have a support and you have to have dps um it's not the same because obviously all your primary damage is shooting and less on abilities but you do still have an ultimate and you do all still have a um a couple of abilities of some some kind or another Mm. Uh, the fact that obviously then you are missing out on what most mobas do obviously not here it's the storm but what most mobas do where you actually buy something and the fact that you can make um characters into something else like just thinking like this for example just that you know you could technically go slightly more tanky if this was a proper moba on may and then maybe build, you know get some health uh, stuff on her so she could be your tank do you think that limits to the, the design space in the world that you have to just balance it purely on, on the damage numbers almost? Well, Range. It, it makes it easier to balance, I guess, so they don't really have to think about the effect that items have on heroes. I I don't know, but, but like it's harder to balance items when you have a pool of a hundred. But I'd say it's ha- easier to balance the items when your pool's you know twenty thirty. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But we don't know. I'm guessing Overwatch is going to grow, maybe not to 100. Well, we we don't know what their plans are with it. Knowing Blizzard and the way they like to roll with their intellectual properties, especially in the last 10 years, it will go forever. (laughs) Um, And they will continue to add heroes to it and continue to develop it. 
At least that that's the dream. That's the dream. Um But I, I don't they know. They were going for a long time and it was still there. People are still playing Brood War. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. But Brood War doesn't have Blizzard support anymore, does it? They're not releasing no. patches for it or anything like that. Yeah, no. But then I think they they like the community tip Brood War away from a while ago. I think. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not trusted with your own intellectual property anymore. <laughs> we'll Stop manage this it. for a while. You have your Starcraft too, which wasn't what you ever said. Which wasn't what you promised it was going to be. But just saying, you you have your Starcraft too. We'll keep Starcraft one. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I don't know. I, as, as much as you're right, it very is it is very similar to a MOBA in that. You know, you've got the heroes, you've got the abilities, you've got an ultimate, like that kind of stuff. I I don't think, like, items would be a good idea in the game. It's supposed to be simple. I'm sure somebody's going to no, do I, it. I, I'm not talking about, like, I don't think it will be good for the game. I just mean that, like, just in this uh, specific situation we're talking about with May, maybe she would become viable if it was a game more like where you have items. Oh, you- I see. Yeah, for sure. Saying. Like if you could, if you could build her and make her these, more these tanky characters that you you can kind of like push them in a different direction slightly. That's all I was saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she would be a hero that you would never really build as a damage. If if she was a character in a MOBA, you'd never really build her as damage. Um, you'd always kind of build her as a bit tanky, I guess, so that she can get in there and get the freezes and do the CC. Yeah, she'd be like a CC tank, is what I guess she she'd would be, be like in a MOBA. She'd be Sichuan-y. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's Szechuani. Szechuani with an Anivia wall, that's what she is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is very true. I mean, how I do we feel... all come up with new ideas. <laughs> how, how do we feel about this May change? Do we think it's good, bad? Do we think it's going to have an effect on anything? I've never played May, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much never played her either. Uh, fair enough. I, I don't think it's going to change too much. We'll wait and see. Like it might, it might be the breaking point that suddenly makes her really strong. I could. Be uh, I still, I still agree with you in the sense that, uh, yeah, she doesn't necessarily fit in a team. Mm. Like makes sense. Yeah, it's it's not that she's bad. It's just that everything else is better. It, it's the whole thing when like a uh, a kind of good warrior control card comes out. It's like, oh yeah, it's a good card, but what do you what do you take out of your control warrior deck to put this in instead? Kind of thing. Okay. What, you- what it's like is that that um, stream we had where we were playing Temple of Anubis. I think that's the control point map points. Two capture point. Two capture points. That's one. Yeah. 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 So, um, and we'd like everyone had done taken both points about five times each, and we were defending. And the guys on our team, the there was I think three of us, and there was two other guys, and they were typing furiously. They were paired up, saying, "Take only defensive heroes. Everyone take defensive heroes. All we have to do is slow them down, and they'll run out of time." It's like, yeah, but like, I don't think we can just take all defensive heroes. Go, why are you, why are you picking McCree or Soldier or whoever it was? <laughs> it's like, it's like, it slows them down a lot more when they're dead, and we have a world battle. <laughs> slow them down. <laughs> yeah. Slows them down a lot more when they're not breathing anymore. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I do, I do actually quite like May on the second point example of Anubis. I think she can be good. Maybe even replacing a DPS for her good. Of course, it does depend how good your other DPS is, but, you know. Anyway, we've got one last little buff change, boss, or possible upcoming buff change to talk about, is Mercy. They're going to buff Mercy, because as you may or may not have mo- noticed, Mercy has pretty much disappeared out of the meta completely. A, a lot of that is to do with the extreme power of Zinyatta at the moment, and the fact that Lucio Speed Boost is just the best utility in the game at the moment. I mean, some people are still playing Mercy here and there. It's not. It's once again. It's not that she's bad at the moment. It's just that there are two other support choices that are so much better that both Mercy 
uh, and Symmetra are seeing a lot less play. Um, people still like to pick Anna. Uh, Anna's ultimate is really good, and um, her ability to heal from miles away uh, can be very powerful as well. But Mercy definitely needs a little bit of love to bring her in line with everybody else. Um, they've been experimenting with a few things. Apparently, a couple of months ago, Mercy had an E ability. She doesn't have an E ability at the moment, and she never has done. Apparently, it provided a small AOE heal to everybody around her, like in close proximity. I'm guessing that was a little bit too strong, so they uh, they took it out. Uh, so they want to do something. They would want to do something to make her better. Um, I don't know. Do you do you think Mercy needs any changes? I don't know. I think it's quite nice about having Mercy. I think this is the thing. It's like you can spend your entire life trying to make sure that everyone gets a play, but it won't work. At the end of the day, especially because um, you don't build things in certain ways and everything like that, like, like kind of like we were saying before, is like there's always just going to be a best pick on each map. I mean, you're always going to pick Reinhardt just because he does what you want to do better. And it's like at the minute, uh, Zenyatta and... Uh, uh, Lucio, do what you want to do better. So, like, you have basically have to buff, buff Mercy to the point where she's OP. And like, you go, all right, she's OP now. And was like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. We'll get on that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. With Mercy, though, was it just the res changes that she's... No, had? the res no. changes helped her. It was, it was just the fact that Zenyatta got better. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, the, they, no, but they I mean, didn't the original nerf, went... Yeah. They nerfed her res. Like, they increased the cost by 30%. But she I still... She still have it for pretty much every fight anyway. She still should have a res for most big team fights or charge one during a team fight as long as she doesn't get gibbed. Um, but obviously everyone loves to play the Chase the Mercy game. Um, I, th- I think like Martin is kind of touched on something where he said we don't build like you do in League of Legends or in other MOBAs and stuff. But I think oh, there's also the other problem. You don't necessarily build teams with synergies like that. Like that's, the- that's what I mean. You don't go, I know we're having the poke comp. Because because there's like the way the abilities work and everything, it's like, I don't know, I'm gonna have a shoot you comp. Oh, we've all got one of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone like, for the, why don't we go for the melee comp? Damn it. I uh Yeah, I kind of I kind of feel like the the only synergy that gets built is maybe, oh we got a Zarya, we probably want to take a Reaper or a Genji or a a Farah, but we probably don't want Farah because Farah just gets shot out of the sky at the moment. So we probably want a Reaper and a Genji. In fact, we'll just have Reaper and Genji because Genji is like really strong at the moment as well. So there you go. There's, there's your synergy. You've got a Zarya. She groups them up and uh, everybody else knocks them down. It tends to sort of be about ultimate synergy. And um, Mercy does have an incredibly powerful ultimate as long as she hides and gets a big res off, then it can be very strong. Whereas Lucio and Zenyatta both stop your team from dying in the first place, which is perhaps stronger still. It's stronger in, in um, well-organized comps, I'd say, because that's, that's very helpful for pushing in both of those uh, ultimates, whereas um, Mercy's better when you're a bit crap and everyone died and you go, all right, have another go. <laughs> Here you go, guys. You get to try again. Thing is that the thing that I'm finding at the moment is like organized comps are like obviously like synergized six six teams where you've got people playing the same role every single time they play together. You know, that that is going to be slightly different to queuing randomly. But I am finding as you climb higher and higher up the competitive ladder, more and more people want to use their microphones and you have a lot more communication and a lot more 
actual working together and there's a lot more of Lucio speed boost us we're going in even though there's only two of you queuing together and the other four people are maybe a two and two ones or you know there's two of you and a handful of other people queuing together or maybe just two of you and four complete randoms that you're still starting to get that level of communication just because people are starting to work out just how powerful it is and just how much of a team game this is and so the, the the divide between what's good in a six-man comp and what's good in solo queue is becoming a lot smaller. D- I'm not talking about whether it's like not good in solo queue. I'm just talking about purely... Um, well, I suppose it is. I suppose you're right. It's just like, yeah, it's the organisational uh, ability. But the thing is, it shouldn't need that. It's like, oh, that is that guy's hit the his ult, like we go, or we're all charging in. You know, that Reinhardt's charged in, okay, I'm going to charge in, right, I'm going to hit my Lucio or my Senyeta or that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. In fact, keeping with the league things, it's like I was saying the other day, I said, was it Reinhardt's like the Amumu of Overwatch? You know, he's the big tank that everybody knows when to follow up. If, you know, where the Reinhardt shield is, that's where you want to stand. It's like Amumu in League of Legends, when he presses his ult and everybody gets frozen, like, no matter what, whether you play in Paper 5 or, like, Platinum for like everybody knows that is the oh shit there's a team fight let's go let's engage let's fight this <sighs> kind of thing i want to play league of legends now mumu was like i, I played a mumu like, <laughs> exclusively i don't think so i played him exclusively when i was leveling up pretty much like wrecking people with that ultimate so much fun <laughs> a- yeah. ap a mumu where you just melt people as you walked past them that was pretty fun yeah yeah i, 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 I never like played aoe dust or whatever Oh yeah, the uh, yeah yeah, it's this little uh, aura around him. Yeah. He's just crying, and his tears hurt you. <laughs> People just died as you walked along. It's great. He just gets so depressed by his <laughs> sadness. That's what it is. And then you ulted massive damage. Yeah, and it just rooted them in place for like two seconds, and then your team just murdered all of them. But anyway, that's enough about league, and we're going to move on. The season two changes were announced like literally minutes before we were about to start this podcast. So, um, or some of the season two changes were announced. Jeff Kaplan decided to go uh, live with a little video on YouTube, as he likes to do from time to time with a developer update, just to let us know what the plan changes are for season two. So, season one is going to end on in two days' time, or yeah, in two days' time, two days' time and a bit. Um, and then we'll have like a two or three week break. Uh, during that time, I believe season two is going to be on the PTR. So they're going to take feedback from that and hopefully uh, take make some changes based on it. Or maybe if everybody's happy with it, we'll be okay. So here's what they're doing. If uh, Joe doesn't move everything <laughs> <Sorry>. around. <laughs> they're uh, they're changing the, uh, the skill rating. Uh, instead of having one to 100, we're going to get one to 5,000. Um, and so instead of just having... The, you know, on the screen at the moment, when you finish a game, it shows you how much you ranked up. You'll have like one, and then maybe you'll have two above it if you're at number one. If you were that bad, if you were down at the lowly, lowly ranks of skill rating one, you would have two up here, and then you would see a progress guard move up towards it. They're getting rid of that. This is going to be one to 5,000, and I'm guessing you will be moving up multiple skill ratings um, at a time just to represent how you've done. They're going to split that one to 5,000 into seven tiers. Um, there's going to be bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, grandmaster. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it, Martin? Oh, it's almost like we mentioned this the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's pretty much the StarCraft II um, divisions. Is that right? It's pretty much the same, isn't it? Bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, grandmaster. Yeah, yeah. looks the same. Yeah. Um, Jeff said that they would be split into increments of 500. 
Um, however, the math isn't quite right on that, because as I'm sure most of you are aware, 5,000 divided by 500 is 10, not 7. So perhaps bronze and silver will be like a little bit bigger, or maybe quite a bit bigger, if it's just bronze and silver that are a bit bigger, or maybe even bronze, silver and gold will be bigger, and then platinum, diamond, master and grandmaster might be smaller. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see uh, how that works out. What do you guys think about the changes to skill rating? It's, I mean, if it goes, I think, about the old StarCraft one as well, It might he might have actually meant... It used to be 20%, basically, for everything. Then Master was, like, the top 1%. And Grandmaster, oh, okay. was, and Grandmaster was the top 200 people. So maybe it's yeah. a bit like that. Oh, that would make more sense, yeah. It's like well, maybe... 20%, 20, 20. Okay, yeah, uh, that might make sense. So, so yeah. Grandmaster might be the top 500 kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd probably guess at. Uh, yeah, I like it. I think it's better than the silly system they have now. Just give it the naming uh, convention that we all like and know from every other game. So, you know. Yeah. Well, 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 apparently it sounds like Heroes of the Storm too. Like, not that any of us played that game. Oh, is that like Heroes <laughs> of the Storm as well? Thanks, Tasco. Yeah. Thanks for that. I, 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 I was thinking that that might be the case, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to just throw it out there in case <laughs> I was wrong, as I have no actual idea. Yeah, I, I don't think I've... I don't think I've ever been a high enough level in Heroes to do Hero League, so I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. What, what Jeff did say with this is um, uh, people. the feedback that they had from people is they didn't like the fact that you could never really tell people what kind of a player you are. So it's like, you can't really say, oh, I'm a rank 55 player, because three games later you might be rank 54, or you might be rank 57, or you might be rank 53. Like, it varies too much like from playing the games so he wants this to be more like oh i'm a gold player what 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 you know what what area do you play now oh, i'm in gold i'm at you know 2500 rating um i i pretty much stay in gold all the time maybe i've got close to platinum once or twice but never quite got in there that kind of thing it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. lot easier to define yourself as a player with uh with gold you know bronze silver gold etc etc um joe do you think this will help you play more competitive overwatch um it doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> it, it doesn't make a, a difference to me. I think it's just uh, in terms of having time and not having that much time to play Overwatch at the moment more than anything, really. Yeah, fair. I mean, changing the, the laddering system at Manor. I, I prefer he, it. He, I he, man, he had 10 hours of No Man's Sky, though. That's <laughs> well, a new game, you know? A exciting. New game. new game to be disappointed by. So. <laughs> Joe's all about the new games. What were you going to say, Joe? Sorry. Um, no, I'm just saying that the new system will definitely be a little bit better. I agree with you that it's much easier to be able to say which league you're in rather than just, oh, I'm 72. Or also, because it just guessing, changes constantly. Yeah, that, yeah. By doing this, they've actually spread it out. Because like you were saying before, the problem is that everyone's kind of within 40 to 60. Like The majority of the player base is within about 40 to 60, which is only 20. So where do you, where do you go and go, well, like, you know, even when you were streaming the other day, you go, oh, I'm high 50s. Oh, I'm low 60s. Oh, I'm high 50s. Oh, I'm low 60s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, where, you go, go, oh, I'm 63. Is that now mid 60s? I don't know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell people it is. I'm mid 60s. Oh, yeah, yeah, I play at mid 60s. I'm well good. I'm well good. Yeah, I, I am interested to see where the divides will be because one thing that Jeff loves to bang on about in his videos is that like skill rating 60 is a is a good rating. That means you've done well. That means you're better than most of the people that play Overwatch. And from what I've seen of Master Overwatch and Overbuff, it means you're in the top ten, a uh, top fifteen to twelve percent of players is around sort of sixty skill rating. 
Um, so I'll be interested to see what that is. Is that going to be platinum? Is that going to be gold? I'm guessing it won't be diamond master or, or of course, grandmaster. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm quite curious to see where they go. The, uh, well, what, the other- how, how much was it? The top what? Sorry, fifteen percent. Well, that that will be yeah. that will be diamond then. You think top fifteen percent will be diamond? Mm, top twenty percent will be diamond. Oh, I see. What you mean like twenty, twenty, twenty? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, he, he said top six percent. There, Jeff said. Oh, Jeff top said top six percent. For diamond? What is that? What master or diamond? I'm guessing for diamond. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll wait for Reb to get back on chat about that. Um, they are changing competitive points. They're multiplying them all by ten, essentially. And um, we'll get into why in just a minute. So uh, the costs are going up. So it'll cost three thousand points uh, for a golden gun, but you will get ten points for winning a competitive game. Uh, this just gives them a little bit more leeway in giving out the points. Basically, any points that you've currently acqu- accumulated already will also be multiplied by ten. So don't worry. Sixty plus is top six percent. That's that's not right according to um, Master Overwatch. Pretty okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, but I anyway. mean, because what would, what would Blizzard know? <laughs> that is very true. Um, well, no, I'm more just meant that it points out that those websites might not actually be that accurate. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But they, they only work if for all the people that are signed up. So if you're not all signed up, then you're not going to... Is that how it works? I don't know how it works. Oh, I see what you mean. So more higher-ranked people signed up than... Yeah, the... more higher-ranked people checking out there. That yeah, yeah, that's very, very true. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, wow. So, so 60 plus is the top 6%. Fair enough. Okay. So, competitive points changing. multiplied by 10. This just allows them to give out competitive points for things like draws, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, and I guess maybe maybe you'll even get a small number for a loss, although I'm not sure if that's been mentioned or not. Um, do you guys care about golden guns at all? What does this mean to you? I don't care about golden guns at all. <laughs> I don't think I'd use it. I've said this before. I don't even think I'd use it once I got it. So, not... I think I'm, I'm too far away from a golden gun to. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. It's, it's, I, I think it's it. disgusting that you're going to get points for losing. How to dare they? Those filthy casuals. <laughs> All right, and they are getting rid of sudden death, as I mentioned a moment ago. You can they're going to give you points for a draw. That means there can be draws, and that means there's no more sudden death. Time bank is being introduced to payload maps. We already knew this was going to happen. We're all pretty unanimous. This is a good idea, right? Are we happy with this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. There are nods yeah, and yeps from all around. I'm going to try and speed this up a little bit because we really are going to start running out of time. Um, grouping will be limited to people within 500 skill rating, uh, which feels like quite a difference to what it is now. It is obviously 50 skill rating at the moment, but obviously that's now 1 to 100. Um, so it's like taking it down to... Let's do some quick maths. It's like taking it down to 10 now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. be like bringing it down to 10 at the moment. So, yeah, that, that makes sense to me because when you've got those huge disparities, it really does seem to mess up the matchmaking quite a bit. And you do get I had really a really weird, weird one today. The opposition team had a rank 23, 24, 25, 26, and then a 60-something, 68. Like, they're all queued together. Oh, really? <laughs> And like every, and like the mesh record was like, I don't get this. <laughs> <laughs> How did that game go? No, they won. Point point control map. They won. The fucking Damn. dickhead who was really good on Diva just wrecking everything. <laughs> uh, it also helped, I guess, a bit with the issue of, uh, you know, people making uh, Smurf accounts and then grouping with their friend who's whatever, like 70 or 70 plus while they're 
like 40 or whatever yeah and boosting obviously a 70 plus player and then getting massive points uh, i'd say points, smurf so. accounts are going to be a lot less in this though since you actually have to buy the game yeah yeah but, no, but yeah, people but have been doing what joe's talking about, about like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah and you been... can tank your rating again and reuse the the same character but th- that'll help with that a little bit i guess just good Although they uh, they they have banned people for doing it, they have, those that have oh, been really? identified as doing it, there actually have been some bans that have gone out for people that have been inte- basically people that were intentionally tanking their rating. Um, uh, they they got banned. They got caught out. And they got banned. Uh, I, hmm. I do wonder if we had one of those people in one of our games uh, that me and Kieran played at the weekend during my grind to sixty five. Made it to sixty two, by the way. Probably should have mentioned that at the top of the top of the show. Nice. I'm going to be grinding out a bit more tomorrow night and Wednesday night as well. Um, top, top 6%? Yeah. Well, 62 was my season high already. I managed to tank my rating down to 58 before uh, before we start the grind up. Um, but I don't know, that's what I get for playing with Martin. I don't know. Tanking my rating. Look at him. He's happy about it as well. <laughs> Bastard. Um, <laughs> did, did Max mention that it took them the first seven hours to get to 59? Yeah. <laughs> Like it was the slowest climb ever. We would we basically we won one, lost one, won one, lost one. But because we were performing well in the games we were losing, we were losing a lot less than we were gaining. So we were slowly going up, <laughs> slowly, slowly climbing up. And it took yeah six hours to get to fifty nine. Uh, it was a nightmare. But then once we got there, like something seemed to click, and um, we started like winning more than we lost. I think we ended up with a sixty percent win win rate by the end. Um, and I think if you cut off the first like six hours or what, our win rate's like considerably you higher. You got a third but... person in, which basically helped a lot as well, didn't it? It helps with the queuing, like three people is the golden number kind of thing. Yeah, they do say that three people queuing together is the golden thing. Ellie was only there for about three games, though. Um, so I thought you got Lummox in as well. No, no, I tried to get Lummox in once that once he was uh, was once that he had to go, but he wasn't around. How convenient! <laughs> well, having Lummox in would have been good. He's like 66, 67 skill rating. Um, and that just means that you'll start playing um, sort of sort of better games. There's this thing with Overwatch where I feel like in around sort of 50 to 60 skill rating, the, the difference in the knowledge on both teams can vary quite massively. And uh, Lumix is someone that understands the game quite well, so it would be good to have him on the team anyway. But if you have him on the team, then it brings the average skill rating of your team that you're queuing together up. And so you're going to be playing against better players. Um, and you're going to be playing with better players as well. And so those games tend to be closer. So you tend to have like a sort of 50 to 60 skill rating. You tend to have a lot of crushed or get crushed kind of games. And uh, as you climb up, as much as you you obviously still have crushed or get crushed games from time to time, they, they happen less often. And you feel like you can have more of an impact on the game. Uh, if If you play well, you feel like you're having more of an impact on the game, I should say, as opposed to... Winning games where it feels like it doesn't matter if you're there and losing games where you feel like, oh, we would lose this no matter how well I played kind of thing. But anyway, <laughs> um, I've completely got sidetracked by uh, what we were talking about. Where were we? Um, okay, skill- oh, that's it. The last, the last point about it is skill rating decay for anyone in Diamond and above. Um, after seven days, you will lose 50 skill rating every 24 hours. So this is pretty similar to most games. StarCraft 2 is the same as well. Like once you get 
above a certain point you have to play games otherwise you will just drop down to the bottom of diamond uh, the, the decay will stop when you get to diamond so like i say this is skill rated decay for anybody in diamond or above just because you've got to diamond or above doesn't mean that your skill rating will decay all the way down to bronze it will just de- decay down to the bottom of diamond and then it will stop so you'll you will remain in diamond but yeah you think that's pretty normal yeah yeah great fantastic all right um there's gonna be lots more news this week we've got gamescom coming this weekend at which we're expecting a lot of stuff we're getting a new bastion animated short which should be fun um likely a new hero announcement or something along those lines although that i'm not 100 percent sure on i think that's giant assumption that we're going to get a new hero announcement i'm not saying we won't but we just don't know for sure at the moment and we're almost 100 percent certain we're getting a new map um, which is possibly going to be called Eichenwald, which uh, is going to be likely set in Germany. Uh, possibly, a, obviously, well, not possibly, but if it is Germany, obviously it's going to be a Reinhardt, Reinhardt's hometown kind of map, so there's lots of cool sound stuff going on in there where we can hear Reinhardt talking about a castle that's uh, not a castle, it's a tomb, and how he lost many comrades here. Uh, that's some of the sound stuff. We've had data mined. All right, let's move swiftly on. So last week, Diablo news-wise, we missed the fact that there was the start of a new season. Uh, me and Joe played immediately after last week's podcast. We played an hour. I have not gone back to it. Joe, how about you? Uh, I played a few more hours. Are I you got listening? to like level 50 or something, I guess. Something yeah. like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not too um, much. Yeah, it's Diablo. It's still Diablo. If you like mindlessly grinding your way through millions of mobs, then you probably still enjoy Diablo. Um I find it quite relaxing from time to time, but I probably won't be playing any more of the season. Okay, in World of Warcraft news, invasions have begun. Yes, Azeroth is under attack. The Legion has come. They are raining down green fire, demons, and basically a general shitstorm in currently the Barrens, uh, Azshara, um, Hillsbrad, and Westfall. Uh, if you go there, you can kill lots of demons, repel them off, and you get rewards for them. You get item level 700 gear, which is pretty damn good. It's pretty much um, the same item level that drops from the normal mode top raid tier, I believe. I might, might be right, might be wrong. But there's a full set for you to grind out there, including a weapon that you can level up um, to item level 725. Uh, what is interesting about the invasions is if you are currently leveling any characters for the start of Legion, forget questing, do... The invasions, the amount of XP that you're getting out of them is absolutely huge. If you've got any kind of XP pots, pop them, do them. Um, the expanded mind one, is that what it's called, Joe? The one that lasts 15 minutes? Do you know what I'm talking okay. about? There's like a, there's like an XP pot that gives you like 300% XP for 15 oh, minutes. Oh, that's the one off the auction house, is it? It's yeah. Like, uh, it costs like 7 or 8k or something, I think. Yeah, which isn't too much, considering you can sell a token... Uh, for about 85k at the moment, like 7 or 8k. Or maybe it's more than... I don't know, I heard people saying it was really expensive, but I didn't look. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, you could pop one of those, an invasion takes 15 minutes, and it'll give you an absolute crap ton of XP. So, yeah, if you're leveling, use the invasions to your advantage. If there's one up, go and do it. It will get you a load of levels if you're low level. Um, and if you're high level, it will usually get you at least one level until you start getting to 100, uh, to 90 to 100. I believe from 99 to 100, somebody reported it got them 70% of a level. So the very last level currently in the game, you can do 70% of it with an invasion. Uh, they all scale to your level, so whenever you go there, the mobs will be whatever level you are, because um, it uses that new scale technology that they've got in Legion. 
I need all to right. level some characters then. I've been wasting all the XP doing it on my level 100s instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been uh, I've been farming out the set on my mage because I'm pretty sure I'm going to main mage. So I'm pretty much a sucker for wardrobe stuff at the moment. So I was just like, I just want to get get all the gear here, farm it out, and actually in doing it, you get enough of the uh, the currency that you get from doing it to unlock another set. Um, and you can buy plate, mail, leather, whatever you want, and you can give it to your other characters. So, um, so yeah, I'm probably going to take the plate one as well, as I'm pretty sure that the character that I'll level will be a warrior. But yeah, I mean, the the invasions, they're kind of fun. You go down there, there's like a crap load of people all taking part in it. It's proper, massive, multiplayer, online, role-playing business, really. There's meant to be more this week as well. Yeah, the the evasions are going to increase in their frequency, and I believe in the areas, they'll be in more areas as well as we get closer and closer to the launch of Legion. Yeah. They're really good at the moment, like if you want to level up, because they get done so quickly as well. I'm not sure like in the next week or two whether they'll stay like where they complete so fast or not. I think they might take longer them. to do. I don't know, but... I'm just guessing. So if you want to level characters, it's definitely time to jump in now. and Yeah, take advantage of it while it's still there. In fact, I might log in my level 70 <laughs> priest after this podcast and uh, do a little invasion, see how much XP I get. Okay, let's get into the Hearthstone news. So we're going to continue our Karazhan review. And as I mentioned before, we're going to quickly blast through the cards from last week that we should have talked about that we didn't talk about. So I'm actually going to update this from Overwatch news, which we haven't talked about for a good 10 minutes. Change this to Karazan. And there we go. We're now discussing Karazan, professional to the max. Um, that also means we need our little card displaying overlay. Oh, look at that. Okay, wow, so nice. the first card we missed from Love. Love's a Joe's like, yeah, nice. You can't even see it yet, Joe. Look at it. There <laughs> well, it nice in 30 seconds. Well, I saw it last week. So. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Okay, so the first card that we neglected to talk about last week is Arcane Anomaly. Look at mine. It's like, oh, we're talking about the cards. He sat up, he's got his face in the screen. He's like, yeah, I'm ready. And now I'm trying I'm to look ready. at two screens. Back here, I only need to look at one. Now I need to see two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the cards Arcane... are over here. <laughs> <laughs> Arcane Anomaly, a neutral minion that costs one mana, is a 2-1. Whenever you cast a spell, this minion gains plus one health. What do you think about this little guy? Sounds good. Another De- decentish aggro card that, if you don't kill it straight away, grows a bit more annoying, I guess. Yeah. What do you think yeah, about I mean, it as a viable one-drop for Priest? Because Priest generally doesn't have too many good one-drops at the moment. So you don't really want to play your Norshai Cleric on one a lot of the time unless you're playing against aggro. Or is this pointless? Mm-hmm. No, because it just gets pinged off most of the time. Like you have to play it with a... Uh, a... Um, Shield, power shield, something like that. Otherwise, it's pointless. I don't. I don't think you put that in priest. All right. I don't enough. think you put anything in priest. Priest is useless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. I am aware priest is useless. I just wanted to talk <laughs> about the possibilities. The possibilities. All right. We're going to move ourselves on to pantry spider, which is another neutral minion. This time, it's a beast. Three mana, one three. Sounds a bit rubbish. Wait a minute. Battle cry. Summon a one three spider. So you're getting what's that? You're getting two six worth of stats for three mana across two bodies. I mean, this card is a bit boring, but what do we think? Is it is it worth playing? Would you put it in zoo? Would you do anything with it? 
You'd put it into some like token decks, like you know, token druid, druid token type decks. Yeah, would like that. Um, but, yeah, because like like two two threes is uh, two one threes, so two six water stats, but it's split over two bodies, and the one attack's never going to do anything. But if you're just looking to put bodies on the field, I suppose you can do something. I don't know. I should have looked. I should have looked at the cards that came out last week and uh, seen how many people are playing them. <laughs> <Should've> <laughs> no, <cheated. this> is... <laughs> but now I'm doing this honestly, so yeah, seems okay. Like so, in a, a very specific. Yeah, it's yeah, probably going to be tested out in Hunter, I guess, because um, obviously you can buff it up with Houndmaster on the next turn, and then have another one three left over, and then probably in the new Beast Druid that everybody's going to be trying. Oh uh, yes, those two decks probably give it a go. Yeah. Fair enough. It's good okay. value. Good value cards. So. And if if you've got any way to buff it, then it's really good. Fair enough. All right. The next card we're going to move swiftly on to is another neutral common minion, Arcano Smith, four mana, three two, battle cry, summon a zero five minion with taunt. This is a weird card. I feel the fact that this only has two health is a bit of a problem. Mm, yeah, I. Like strongly dislike that. I think it's like a pretty rubbish, pointless card in general. It Possibly should be a three. It should be a three mana two three that summons a zero five with taunt. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, is there anything you could put it in? I guess it puts bodies on the board again. But zero start- five with taunt is worth about one mana. Yeah, and a three two is worth about two mana. So. Having both of them in one card for four mana, like, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me, really. Yeah, it's true. It does feel a little bit overcosted. Yeah, because we've already got a zero four with taunt for one mana in the game, don't yeah, we? Exactly. The shield so bearer. zero five, but like you can go, oh well, zero five. It's like we're not getting it till turn four. Most things can kill it by then. Turn yeah. three would be really nice, yeah, to be able to get it out as an anti-aggro card. Yeah. Because you'd have a body to use for killing something, and then obviously the taunt slows it down. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, it's just like once you get to turn four, you play this on turn four, it might be there turn five. You know, they've probably got a few things on the board that are going to just knock that zero five out straight away. All right, it slows it down slightly, but you're just left with a four mana three two at that point. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible card. Okay. Like uh, the next card up is Cloaked Huntress. This is a common hunter minion. That Joe already talked about three mana three four. Your secrets cost zero. We've already had Joe's opinion. Martin, what's your opinion? Ah, oh, well, I mean, yeah, it's decent. It's three mana three four. It has a reasonable effect. It can make your two mana cards cost. Well, obviously, just cost zero, so it can save you mana. So I'm sure you'll see play. Fair enough. I mean, hunters are still running secrets even with even with the death of uh, mad scientist, aren't they? Uh, I'm- uh, yeah. I mean, Lock and Load Hunters are playing secrets. You're still going to have... Um, they've always played secrets even before. Like You always have... like Some decks will have freezing traps. Some may have explosive traps, depending on what they need or what they want to do. But the, you can always have it. And just having this card, you don't know what secrets they're going to get in the future. You don't know how, what cards are going to come around again. It's, you know, it's a decent card. It's good. It's overstated with an effect that saves you mana. So mm. it, it's it's going to see play somewhere. Fair enough. All right, let's move ourselves on to the last card that we missed from last week. This is a uh, Shaman spell, rare, two mana, Maelstrom portal, deal one damage to all enemy minions, summon a random one-cost minion. 
Or what do we think of our Maelstrom portal? Big crap. Joe? Um, the face initially seems looks to... a bit. Yeah, initially doesn't look great. I don't know. Shame you get one more one... spells that they can combo. More Maligos. More cards using Maligos decks and things like that is always good. Well, but... at least it's guaranteed one damage to everything. It's not like naught to one. <laughs> yeah, Roll the dice true, yeah. to one damage. <laughs> Minus, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It heals your enemy or it does one damage. <laughs> I got down. Poor old uh, Shaman. Shaman's not quite what it used to be. All it right, we are terrible. Sorry, it's like two mana to deal one damage to everything and gain a minion out of it. I'd definitely give it a try. It well, seems... it's, uh, it's power creep on arcane explosion. If you can look at power creep between different classes, yeah, <laughs> which I don't believe you can because they are balanced separately. But an arcane explosion you know. has never been used because it's terrible. I guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, like, it, it, yeah, two mana do one damage to everything is kind of like, eh. The only good thing is you're slightly more likely to have um, spell power as a, as a shaman. 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 True. Yeah. But yeah, the, the fact that it summons a one cost minion, it doesn't really feel like it does enough to help it out, really, does it? No. I guess. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to move on. Next. All right, so now we are done with the cards that we missed from last week. Let's do that nice and quickly. We're now going to talk about what we're getting this week. So the first, the wing this week, sorry, is the Opera event. Those of you that remember Karazam will remember the Opera event. And, of course, the three different bosses that you could get from doing the Opera event. And, of course, those are the three encounters that we're going to have in the Opera event wing, the first one of which is Romulo and Julianne. And the first reward we get for besting those two uh, is going to be the Pompous Thespian, which is a neutral uh, neutral common minion. Two mana, three, two, with Taunt. It's uh, two mana, three, two, then, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Like, having Taunt, taunt is like, almost irrelevant. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's a, just an interesting card. Like It's just another card. You have it in Arena. Yeah. And you have a Taunt. But it's I mean, that, having a 3 2 taunt on turn two is like, well, yes, I was going to kill this anyway, and I'll still will. So. Fair it's enough. fine. Okay, the other reward you get for it is the Onyx Bishop, which we spoke about last week. So um, we'll leave you guys to go back to last week's episode and have a look through that if you wanted our opinions there or the cards. Um, well, actually, no. Forget what I was about to say. Let's just move on for the next one. The next one is the one that I tried to read out to Martin at the start of the show in a sexy voice. It is a common hunter minion, the kindly grandmother. Two mana, one one beast, death rattle, summon a three two big bad wolf. Interesting. The, um, what's that? Is, oh no, they, they currently have a wolf that is a three three that summons a one one when it dies, don't they? For three mana, I believe. Do, do we still have feigned death in the game? That didn't um, get the, no, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a basic card, isn't it? No. An efficient no? no. Uh, maybe that was next. I can't remember which expansion it was. It sounds from. like an X card or something. If it uh, if it still is in the game, then yeah, more death rattle for hunters. Good and synergizes um, with that. I'm pretty sure Fane Death is not in standard. Mm, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I mean, it's not a card that you know. saw a lot of anyway, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not in standard. I can't remember what expansion. Yeah, it's G- it was GVG. It was GVG. Don't yeah. worry about it, it's gone. 
So, do, yeah, as Hunter, do you ever want to play two mana for a 1-1, regardless of the death rattle? Um, I mean, it is kind of nice. I mean, it's interesting that, like, you do get a 4-3 four, four, worth of stats out of it, but I don't know. I think it's, it's quite nice. It, could, it must have a place somewhere, surely. I feel doing two damage to it is pretty easy, and then obviously you can ping the initial body. I, I think mm. it'll be one of those cards that's rather easy to deal with. You know, obviously Nerubian Neru- Egg isn't in the standard anymore, but actually it was a lot more difficult to deal with because obviously a 4-4 four, four came yeah, out of it, which is... Okay, think it like this. You play this on turn two. You, you're, you're playing first. You play this on turn two. They play down whatever two drop or they coin out a three drop, and then you play your... Uh, abusive sergeant kill their two drop and you've now still got a 3-2 and a 2-1 that's what it'll be used for like you mm. said similar to the egg so I guess it'll probably go in more aggressive hunters I think mm. board control yeah I don't know the sticky the sticky minions I've I've learnt over the time never never downplay the value of a sticky minion Okay, I'll try to never play downplay the value of a sticky minion, I promise. We'll have to wait and see what happens over then. Okay, the next card on our list is the Arcane Giant. A co- uh, uh, not common, it is epic, because I think most all the giants are epic, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's neutral, because it's a giant. 12 mana, 8-8, eight, eight, costs one less for each spell you've cast this game. Mm, tempo Mage wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> This seems like a pretty good giant for uh, for spellcasters. What do you think? Grinder Mage. Grinder Mage, you'll be all over that as well, I'd say. Reno Mage, maybe? Yeah, Reno Mage probably would have it. I don't know, it's weird with the giants. Like, you see a lot less of them, I think. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, any of the spell-heavy decks. Be good in Yogg decks and stuff. And uh, yeah. You're going to be able to... Um, Pull it out with the Hunter Yog deck as well with your, uh, I forget the name of it now. Uh, you know, the one that um, Joust and then the highest cost minion gets pulled into your, your hand. So it'll be good in that deck. Yeah, that seems it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. You might put it in the Joust deck. Huzzah. I, no, I mean, no, I... no. I mean, in the, the Lock and Load Hunter deck, this okay, has that's... the one beast that has uh, a joust that puts it into your hand if it's higher Oh, the Elec. The Elec, uh, that's it. Yeah. The Elec. I know so a little bit about. rusty on, on the old house. So. Well, we've names. never known names. We've <laughs> never true, known names. True. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so... I mean, I, I think this card, like Mike said, Tempo Mage, that's what the first thing that popped into my mind. Like, it's a nice, good late-game threat to stick in. It's not even a late-game. Well, of course it is play a crap load of crap load of spells bring the cost of this down um probably not freeze mage because what would you put in instead of freeze mage and it's like you don't play a lot of minions anyway so this will just get removed by any removal your opponent has i mean so, yeah. yeah it's quite a lot of spells to cast so it really does need to be a pretty spell heavy deck like just to get it down to an eight mana eight like you don't even want to play it as an eight mana eight eight and that's already four spells that you've played like it, it needs a good discount. Yeah, it's like at least you want to guarantee to at least have used maybe six spells before to get good value out of it. I don't think that's too hard. A couple of frostbolts, couple, a couple of arcade, uh, 
uh, arcane intellects, that kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty. You're gonna, you're gonna have in there anyway. Yeah, and Kabbalist tomes. I like you said Grinder Mage. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's probably much better fitting Grinder Mage to be fair. Yeah, I remember right. the card for Reno. Yeah, Reno well, Grinder. Yeah. That kind of thing. All right, we'll move ourselves on to. Uh, I just realised we're we're on a different event now. Wow, I'm really really off the ball this evening. So uh, we've currently been talking about the big bad wolf. Obviously, that was those two because uh, the kindly grandmother. For some reason, the arcane giant is associated with a big bad wolf. Someone may have to explain to me why. We're now on to the crone, the third and final encounter of uh, the opera event, and the first card that you get for. Beating the crone is the Wicked Witch Doctor. It is a common shaman minion. Four mana, three, two. Whenever you cast a spell, summon a random basic totem. This card's a bit meh to me. Um, it was in the. It was in one of the challenges as well. Like in the shaman challenging us. Um. Yeah. It's just, oh, hang on. As in, you got it for doing the shaman challenge. No, as in. Oh, you uh, got to use it. You for got doing, to use the card. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. And it, uh, it's it's understated to give you not an amazing effect. It's okay, but it's like yeah, I it's don't. Not, it's not like um, shamans are like like crying out, going, "Give me another totem, another grounding totem, please." And you're not even <laughs> casting that many spells in most shaman decks. Like yeah, at exactly. least the ones at the moment are very minion heavy. Mm. So you don't really get much effect off of it. It does. We already I do have wonder... such good value minions, like. It's I do not... wonder why it's understated. Like, I don't feel like it needs to be understated. Like, you have to combo it with a spell, and you get a free hero power out of it. It just, it just seems a bit weird. I, I guess you just have to have, but you know, there is a limited format, so you just have to have bad cards, like, like from time to time. Um. So yeah, a lot of bad I, cards. <laughs> I guess that is why. Yeah. Well, from that card onto the next card. This is a rogue minion, common minion, swash burglar, one mana, one one pirate. Battle cry, add a random class card to your hand from your opponent's class. Rogue is all about stealing your shit. Well, not stealing yeah. your shit, it's all about stealing Casino rogue. <laughs> stealing stuff from your opponent's class. I mean, is, is this a viable card? Does it go into pirate rogue? Yeah. I mean, a one mana, one one. <laughs> Rogues don't generally do much on turn one anyway. And uh, getting extra random cards from your opponent is... Class cards are always better, like we always say. Class cards are always stronger in general. Um, (laughs) But I don't know, like, is it still worth a deck slot at the end of the day? I don't know. Maybe. It'd be a fun card. It's definitely one you want to play. Just it's going to give you those fun things. It's like the whole burgle thing that they try and got going for rogue. Like uh, I don't know. Like I feel like they're pushing it a bit hard. Yeah, St- stealing and pirates. That's it. You know they've put a they've put a outlaw rogue into World of Warcraft. So a rogue is all about the RNG these days. So I guess they're just trying to push that across to Hearthstone as well. Yeah. All right, fair enough. It's a pirate Let's look as well. Yeah, it is a pirate. It is a pirate. Mm. That's why I asked if you put it in a pirate deck. Uh, you know, cryptic. Like, oh, because it looks like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, no, it actually is a pirate card. Okay. All right, let's look at our set. Let's look at the rewards for the wings. So, of course, you're going to get a legendary. That legendary is Barnes. He's a four mana, three, four. Battle cry. Summon a one, one copy of a random minion in your deck. 
Looks like we're carrying on with Casino uh, Are we sure we didn't stuff. talk about this last week? No. I'm the sure. card we talked about last week is Morrow's, who at the start of your, at the end of your turn, he's a 1-1 with stealth that summons a 1-1 at the end of your turn. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's similar. I remember there being 1-1s involved. Yeah, yeah. I, I got why you thought there might be. But yeah, this is, uh, this is definitely not something we talked about last week. What do we think? What do we think? Four mana, three, four. Someone a one, one copy of a random minion in your deck. I like um, it. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I quite like it. It's like, essentially, you get four or five worth of stats split over two bodies, which is fairly decent for a four drop. And obviously, it's the whole thing we talked about on a different card. But like, if you've got, if you get a mini rag pop out, or you get a mini Sylvanas or something like that pop out, well, that's pretty cool. They're, they're going to, all right, it's like it gets pinged off. But, you know, that rag, uh, that mini rag still did eight damage to something, and that Sylvanas will still steal something if they have something. You know, it, it's, it's mm. good in the right deck. Mm-hmm. Good in Malagos decks. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Like Mali Rogue pulling this out and then being able to do... Because a lot of times in, in the Mali Rogue deck, you know you're dropping Mali, and it, it's kind of later in the game. And it's like, oh my god, like it was a little bit too late maybe and you want to get your massive fan of knives to clear the board. Whereas this, and you'll drop it, you'll pull Mali, you'll fan of knives, clear the board. It's still mid-game. Gives you plenty of time to continue building up to your... your well, the, the, so. Everyone's missed a trick. This is the uh, one-turn kill priest deck returning, isn't it? Prophet <laughs> Velen and, uh, and Malagos. This one pulls it out. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Be really good in those decks. Well, this is the only the only three minions in your deck: Barnes, Mally, and uh, Prophet Velen, yeah. and Prophet Velen, and that's it. Everything else is spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Duh. I mean, Thurisian as well in those decks, and if he gets pulled out for one turn, that's yeah, great. that's oh, yeah, it's an extra yeah, discount, true. free discount. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. All right, we'll have to awesome. we'll have to wait and see. So the other card that you get as a wing reward is the Moat Lurker. This is a common, uh, sorry, no, this is a rare neutral minion. I keep thinking, I keep confusing neutral and common in my head. Anyway, uh, neutral, yeah, that's right, neutral rare minion, uh, six mana, three, three. Battle cry, destroy a minion, death rattle, resummon it. When I first read this card, I thought it was really, really strong, and I was confused as to why it was a neutral card. I thought the death rattle was going to resummon itself. So you would get to kill something of theirs and get a 3-3 that would resummon a 3-3. I was like, this is absolutely wow. ridiculous. <laughs> As it that is at the be. moment. Um, yeah, well, I don't understand. Like, what is... I, I have no idea <laughs> what is that. Are you meant to silence it or what are you meant to do? I actually, when I, I misread it, when I first saw it, I thought it was a 3-mana three 3-3. Three, three, and it's like, eh, kind of like, eh, maybe. Well, I guess you use it on those really high-value death rattle minions like the one one that turns into a about six mana four four when the death rattle goes off i mean it's a bit slow for that i guess and that's why those aren't really working at the moment because they're too slow but i guess that's the idea being able to yeah, use it on your Silvanus. opponent or your own cards to use it on your own sylvanas and uh nick one of their minions and then this dies and you get your sylvanas back yeah, full, full chew in chat says this is the card that's going to make purify work. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> that's, that's probably it. what they were thinking. That, yeah, yeah, no, they're like they're right. like, oh, look at the synergy we've made into the expansion. Priests are going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. This is the comeback priest has been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, you know that, or you could use a zero mana silence on it. That seems pretty good. Or with you could use it too. 
I saw someone today actually saying that they reckon that Entomb is such a good card, they don't want to really push Priest until it cycles out because it's ridiculous. Mm. And Entomb is ridiculous. Like, if you make Priest too strong, it wouldn't take much once you get... A control Priest has, like, a lot of good tools. It's just... Like, you know, like, the... the, the, the their problem is surviving against aggro, uh, I believe. That's why I say they needed like a one man or a two man, like something like to keep them going, surviving the early game a bit better. They don't have the uh, executes and shield slams and that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know though. It can't. It can't just be that because, from what I understand, it's an incredibly warrior dominated meta at the moment, um, and priest just is losing to those decks as well, isn't it? It's losing to the aggro decks. Yeah, but there's loads of different what. Yeah, the warrior decks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know, I know. There's, so there's dragon warrior, which is a lot more aggressive, and there's mid range. Well, you know, there's other forms of mid range warrior. But then, of course, there is control warrior, fatigue warrior. Um, I suppose dragon warrior is a lot more mid range, but it's still quite an aggressive e deck. Pirate warrior, that's the really aggressive uh, yeah, warrior yeah. deck, isn't it? Um, but I don't know. Does does priest generally win the the control mirror matchup against warrior? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I know they're very good. I know they're very good against Nazoth decks, um, just because of Entomb is so very powerful. It's like, oh look, I'm going to take away your really powerful Death Rattle minion. So a, you don't get the Death Rattle, and b, your Nazoth's not going to bring it back. It's like Paladin just cries when they see their Tyrion get picked up and dumped yeah, off of the board. Beautiful feeling. <laughs> but yeah, this card mm-hmm. is probably not going to help Priest. I think that's the thing as well. It's like I wonder if it goes into Blizzard's hole. Like that card is anti-fun kind of thing. What in Tomb? Yeah, it is. Like, it, it makes the other person. Yeah, it's, it makes the other person ruin. Like ruins their game experience. At least I got to play my Tyrion. Oh no, now they get to play two Tyrions. That's not fair. <laughs> I only got one. Yeah, yeah, that, that is probably true. I'm surprised they made that card, actually. Like, what, in Tomb? Well, it's, yeah. well, this thing seemed like such a good idea at the time, because Priest is weak and... Like... No, but just in terms of like what Martin is saying about... Um, it being anti-fun. Anti-fun. Because it's mm. so obviously anti-fun, and you only have to play against it once to realise that. Like, it seems yeah, very yeah. against the, their philosophy. But... Obviously yeah. somebody that there managed to sneak it through, I guess, and then it was too late. What a shame. All right, we actually have one more card to talk about because the next card is Karakazam, which we talked about last week. So we'll move swiftly on to um, Silver Moon Portal. So Karakazam will be the reward for the, the Warlock class challenge, and then this will be the reward for the Paladin class challenge. And shockingly, the reward for the Paladin class challenge is a Paladin card. It is uh, the Silver Moon Portal, a rare, uh, rare, a common spell. Four mana, give a minion plus two plus two, summon a random two cost minion. This is a slightly better portal compared to the shaman one, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, I don't mind it, but like, the thing is, they all, like you could have blessing of kings for the same amount of mana, and you get plus four plus four, and like that could be better. There's a lot of bad two cost minions. There's a lot of one ones and stuff like that for two cost minions. Mm. Yeah, um, like Jewel and, Scarab, you, Parrot. You know, all those things that you've seen popping out of a shredder and been like, oh. Would, would you rather just not just have a guaranteed plus four, plus four? Just make one of your dudes massive. Make my dude a 5-5, five, five, go. Yeah, in fact, this could this could summon a doom, Doomsayer. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, yeah. That would be horrific. Admittedly, it would probably guarantee you tempo, but as long as you've got other minions in your hand to play. It's a weird card to add as well. Like, they've so many uh, buff cards now already. Like, it's not, yeah, we'll it's another not buff. very interesting to add another one. And they're like, oh, they've got so many already. Let's add another one. And then yeah, how do this... we make it interesting? Oh, just throw on a random two-cost minion. <laughs> no, no, <but> this, <laughs> it's this a weird a, thing is... to have on it. No, but this is a cycle of cards that everyone's got one of these portals or pretty much a portal. I know. It's got to be, it's got to be themed around. Like, Paladin's thing is pretty much like putting a buff on people. That's what they do. You know, so it's like the major one is like, oh, my God, another... Another direct damage spell. Oh. <laughs> yeah, some people, some classes get a bit chipped on that side, then don't they? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, priest, have a have a flash heal. Oh, cheers. <laughs> I actually don't know what a priest one is, but um, I don't know what the priest one is. Do you know? What? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it it's up real quick because I am silence. curious. It is, yeah, I was gonna say it's silence of friendly minion. <laughs> silence of friendly minion and uh, summon a summon. zero mana card. Cost <laughs> six, cost six mana. Go. And you can't play anything for two more turns after. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that seems balanced. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not sure if Priest is getting one, to be honest. I am kind of oh, frantically trying. get one. I don't, they don't actually do this cycle for uh, everyone, uh, I don't think. But you lied. Yeah, I, so I yeah, not, not, not everyone's not getting everyone. one. So, it's similar one in the cycle in the uh, last set, which was the, um, you know, use up the rest of your mana get a uh, oh a yeah yeah that's true and yeah and they, the priest got the best one there they got forbidden shaping which is uh sound of a, summon a random minion of this cost yeah, yeah. Um, which is actually seeing a lot of play it's actually a very good card um so we, uh mage is getting one <laughs> a lot warrior. of play from the class that no one plays <laughs> that one guy who's trying to make priests work uh... <laughs> I, I watch a lot of like High level Hearthstone players, like you know, like your 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 favorite there, Mark Kibler's been playing a lot of Priest, and he loves him a bit of a forbidden shaping. Well, he's yeah. the exception to the rule, though, isn't he? Like he'll just play Priest anyway. Kibler will do work. what he wants. Yeah, Kibler wants to do. <laughs> yeah, so of, of the uh, of the portals, Mage is getting one, Warrior, Shaman, Druid, and Paladin. So we are still to talk about the Warrior one and the Druid one. Sure, I'm not sure when they're coming out, but we will talk about them at some point. Well, Sometime in the next two weeks, I guess. I guess it, it will be. Left or three? For, um, uh, three. So we got this week, next week, and the week after. Oh, God. Well, I guess two weeks if you two don't more, include this more. week. So yeah, two more after this one. Okay. Why didn't they just release them all in one go? God damn it. I know. Oh, I know, Joe. It's so sad. Well, that brings us crashing smoothly to the end of the show. If you can crash smoothly, I... Uh, I don't know. Oh, actually, uh, just just quickly, Octasco in in the, the chat says Forbidden Ritual is the most played one. That is very true. That is oh, very yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Forbidden I had to Ritual look up is... what that one was, was that, and it's like, oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Warlock one. Purpley it's like summon billions of minions. Yeah, give, yeah. Give me all your one ones. <laughs> that is very that true. Annoying one five guy into a twenty five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, that is the end of the show. Please follow us on the Twitters. If you're looking at this on Facebook, you can see them there. But if you're listening to us, maybe on you Facebook. don't realize this. Who the fuck's watching on Facebook? Uh, sorry. On, on, uh, Do we have a Facebook? On, <laughs> no. On, <laughs> no, we don't even have a Facebook. We don't even have a Facebook. Follow us on, on uh, MySpace and Google+. <laughs> <laughs> Bebo. <Be-be-be-be. sighs> 
<laughs> All right, if you're watching this on YouTube or Twitter, Twitter, Twitch, oh my God, I can't get everything's just m- merging into one. <sighs> anyway, our Twitters are I'm at Totally Futile, Joe is at Marsh underscore Joe, and Martin is at Dusters Wins. Find us on Twitter. You can watch us tweet nonsense. You can also check this video if you want to watch the live show where you can see us stumble through this and get a little bit of a pre show and a very tiny bit of an after show where we stumble through other things you can watch us live on twitch.tv slash cynical nerds every monday at 8 30 p.m british summertime um or you can watch the vod on youtube which should be going up either tomorrow or the day after uh, which is youtube.com slash cynical nerds and if for some reason you are watching all those video versions and you're wondering my god where do i get an audio only version so i can listen to it while i'm out and about well you can download the mp3 from soundcloud on soundcloud.com slash unstable portal um or if you have any of the good podcasting apps uh podcast apps sorry i should say just search for unstable portal on there and you can download it from there it should be available because it is on itunes and stitcher um what else do i need to say um yeah if you are interested in watching us actually play games you can come to us on twitch.tv slash cynical nerds uh, four times a week. That is uh, Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursday evenings. Also, all starting at eight thirty PM British Summer Time. Um, it's usually me and Martin playing Overwatch, but we will be mixing in some other things. Like as I said, we were playing some Rocket League last night. But come check us out. Come join the fun. And if you want to support us on the Patreon, it's Patreon.com/slash Cynical Nerds. I believe I've run out of crap to say. How do you guys feel? Tired. All right. Then I guess we'll end the show. Ditto. <laughs> We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cue the music. Give out your secrets. It has ended. Joe said secrets.